What is living? <laughs> now recording. Complicated? What is it? Oh, 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 oh. This? This is, um... Well, I know that it looks like a uh, tiny metal sphere right now, but it's actually a pair of lungs. Or rather, it's going to be a pair of lungs after I swallow it. I know so what many you're questions. talking about, but that description... <laughs> oh my. Oh my gosh. To be clear that... To be clear, it's going to make my um, normal lungs um, disappear and the different magic pair of lungs reappear after I swallow it. It's not going to turn into um, it's not going to turn into lungs in my stomach. That would be um, bad and unhelpful and really inefficient way to um, eat organ meat. Oh my goodness! <laughs> there are there are so many replies to that, and. I cannot decide which to use. So I'm going to table that and say hello and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. <laughs> this is a homebrew 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign in a persistent world in which there are other campaigns that are also running amok. None of them resulted in the moon going away for a couple months. So, you know, this might be the best one. Uh, this is an all-cobalt campaign, which makes it a bit more chaotic. That's right, kobolds are lawful evil in general, but somehow still chaotic. And my name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. And tonight we are joined by a bunch of incredibly awesome people. Our players, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Matt will be joining us in a little bit. We have LFA and Archbeth hanging out in chat. And that introduction had me thinking of a source book that I'm holding in my hand right now called Arcana of the Ancients, because it is literally full of of technology written for 5e that acts exactly the way that EO was describing it. <laughs> and I'm using this particular source book for the 830 Saturday game. You have one thing from the book already. The cipher. But I figured. Yes. Uh, so this is the point of the game where I mute myself right after asking what happened last week. We I might have thrown a tantrum. This is Chroma. It, it, it happens. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Um, we fought two big, ugly things that started out looking like kobolds, but we figured out they weren't kobolds when I couldn't pick one up. And we made a gnome really mad. Um, what else was it? And we brought the planar foci back to the moon and reactivated the half-sphere machine. And then we fought the things that weren't kobolds. And the way they talk kind of implied they'd been pretending to be kobolds for a while. There, there may be, be more, more of them. them. Right, there could be more. I'm going to have to pick up every kobold and see. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it, it amuses me that that is Zax's litmus Solution? test for yeah, are I you mean, a kobold? Yeah, I if I can pick you up, you're a kobold. Yeah. Th that is straight out of Monty Python and Holy Grail. If it weighs as much as a duck, <laughs> then it's a kobold. And uh -huh. therefore, they are not a witch. Right, right. <laughs> right, which isn't even a class in um, 5e. That's a Pathfinder class. <laughs> so if they're a witch, they're using the wrong rulebook. Do you have inspiration? Um, no. That's a lie now. <sighs> we haven't even started this session, and it's already making me laugh. I enjoy this so much. <laughs> Thank you. For choosing to spend your Monday evenings with me. 
or Monday afternoons for those of you in different time zones. I truly appreciate all of this. <laughs> so, it has been a few days since you turned on this, the half-sphere lock mechanism. And other than that initial snafu at the very beginning, uh, where a couple kobolds revealed that they were rather not, and they'd rather you not, and you'd rather they not stop you, uh, everything has pretty much gone kind of, sort of smoothly, in that there have been no attempts to take over the moon, steal the moon, eat all the kobolds, or... Like, turn anybody into a slad. Turn anyone into a slad, or other kind of nopes. Like, general transmutation of kobolds has not occurred, to your knowledge. Except my lungs. But I did that to myself. You cannot get double inspiration, especially <laughs> not for the same thing twice. You cannot... It, Temptation is there. It's still funny to me. Dagnab, it's still funny to me. So Is it's, double inspiration anything like the devil rainbow? No, it's actually an unsighted integer. So if you get too much inspiration, it goes to rolling a disadvantage. That is also not true. I don't have anything to keep track of that. So what have you been doing for the past few days? Picking up kobolds. Surgery! Get really a kobold. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing. Okay, so Zax has literally been going around picking up every kobold that they encounter. Yep. I am going to hazard a guess, and you're allowed to say no, that didn't happen. But I will hazard a guess that some kobolds have been picked up more than once. Oh, probably. There's no way they're going to keep track of all of them. That and, you know, maybe they were transmuted since the last time you picked them up. Could be, yeah. So, you know, (laughs) just pick them up. If I could pick them up, I know they're a kobold, and I don't have to fight that one. Now, Zax... I, I do appreciate that you have managed to get the crick out of my back. That I, That's wonderful. It, it's great therapy for my spy. My chiropractor thanks you as well. But this is the third time today that you have just come into my office and picked me up. Is there, is there something I should know? Right. Um, I'm just making sure everyone's a kobold. Ah, I am. Yes, I can pick you up. Therefore, you're a kobold. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. I didn't know that was one of the criteria, but okay. <laughs> Two hours hey, later, Zax returns. Hey, Zax, how are you going to hmm? pick up? How are you going to check the swole bolts? Um, not sure. I probably can pick up a few of them. Um, most swole bolts can lift things that weigh more than them, so it's just a matter of Zax and the swole bolts test each other. Yeah. The we really can all weird try thing. to pick up. We can we can go all try to pick up Gox, but you know he's a dragon. It might not work. Gox has wings, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he Does chooses Gox to have weigh a dragon amount of weight when Gox is a kobold? I don't know. It's the jury you is try out. To pick him up and find out. The jury is out on that. When a dragon and a few other beings shapeshift, they maintain the stats. As listed. Like, a dragon turned into a cat still has dragon stats. Monty still has all of Monty's stats when he is in kobold form. Which means his strength is insane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because if he does wear a dragon amount... Weigh a dragon amount... Not wear a dragon amount. Dragon clothes would be a lot bigger. Um, There are (laughs) things that could be done with that relating to... um, Well... Gravity and I mean, um, all right. So 
if you uh, have something that weighs a lot spread over a long distance that is different than if you have something that weighs a lot in a um, spread over a cobalt-sized amount of distance, and um, this goes on for several minutes. And mean- meanwhile, Zax is walking away and picking up more cobalts just to be practical. <laughs> you know, I have... Uh, an outline of what I would like to have happen during tonight's game, but I am willing to close that document. <laughs> if it's just two hours of this, I'm okay with it. Don't even have to go for a break. I'll I'll just walk away as you're talking and come back later after I do my own stretch break. I'm. Oh, I love this game so much. That is the free space on the bingo card, and it always will be. <sighs> So, Zax is going around picking up every cobalt that they see, Mm -hmm. occasionally, frequently, more than once. It's really weird when one of the swole bolts and Zax pick each other up at the same time, and somehow they have an impromptu levitation. Sorry, 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 oh, oh, um, oh, oh, I was testing out my, um, my version of the fly spell. Well, the yes things. and is strong with this one. <laughs> yeah, that, that explains things, yeah. I love this so much. I do actually have that prepared. I might be having, <laughs> I honestly might be having more fun tonight than the rest of you. <laughs> There's a chance. Chroma has apparently been making artificial lungs. Uh-huh. I'm vacuum rated now. Keep those things away from me. Um, so I shouldn't give you a hug? I... Your lungs are creeping me out, and you don't want to know what I do in my mushroom garden. Or rather, where I get the food from my mushroom garden. Why would that disturb me? Are you feeding it nopes? Are you using the corpses of nopes to grow mushrooms? Because I don't think I want to eat nope mushrooms. What if they get all nopey? Well, I haven't had a chance to with the nopes. Uh, The mind flare mushroom didn't go so well. Yeah, those might be psychedelic or psionic. And while they're having this conversation, I'm going to pick up each one just to check and then move on to Mary. <laughs> okay, Hi, I'm still wearing half plate. That's fine. While we're having this conversation, Cindy, what is Zenosha doing for the past few days? Zenosha is tending to her garden and the moss in the spaceship. It's She's been neglecting them for the few days. She was kind of busy exploring caves and the like, so okay. it needs some TLC. That's valid. Uh, give me a die roll, a d20 die roll. 13. Wonderful, thank you. You find a thing. What sort of thing? Well, because you rolled a 13, I'm going to have to look it up. But you do find it in your mushroom garden. It was kind of half buried in the soil. It almost looked like it got pushed out of the soil a little bit from one of the mushrooms as they tend to grow. Has someone been messing with my fertilizer? It, you don't know. There's no sign that someone was in here and burying things. Matter of fact, you have managed to, after some previous incidents, successfully deter most kobolds from wanting to go anywhere near the mushrooms. You don't scare them off in a way that Chroma's inventions scare people off. <laughs> or that Zax gets people to fall in line. But you have your own methods of intimidation. Uh, what you find, it actually looks like a small pill. Like you've seen apothecaries have things like this. Not this specifically, 
and give them as medication so someone would swallow it with a little drink of water or something. Usually not alcohol because that goes bad with it. But, you know, that's another story altogether. You don't know why they stress that so much. It is kind of like a pale blue color and it it smells nice. Not like mushrooms, but still nice. I'm going to pick it up, try to find Chroma and go, do you know what this is? Um, it looks like a pill. It's not mine. I didn't make it. I, I don't do alchemy. I'm not that kind of artificer. The pills don't usually are supposed I mean, to spontaneously do... generate in a garden. All right, so um, who's leaving pills in your garden? I don't know. You were my first guest, and that's not going anywhere. I mean, I could do alchemy if I uh, worked at it, but it's not really my specialty is what I mean. Can I take a look at that? Sure, here you go. Great, I'm going to cast Identify. Okay. Identify reveals that whatever it is, it's not magical. Okay, it's not a magic pill, so I'm guessing not really alchemical. It's probably not someone's idea of a uh, potion of healing in um, convenient pill form. But I don't know what it is. How did it get into my garden? How should I know? If the DM might make a suggestion... Because this is something that would occur to Chroma. Being an I artificer. Anal- analyze it? Sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, but that does not mean things of technological or alchemical nature are by default magical. It um it could be non magical alchemy or uh, herbalism or you know. I can try to um, figure it out. I'm not sure the pill would necessarily survive the experience of me figuring it out, but I can try to figure it out. Though, um, if it is uh, plant-based, you'd probably have a a better shot at figuring it out than me. Plants don't make things that look like this. This is... Well, they do if you um, refine them, right? If you find a myconid who is skilled in alchemy, they can. Well, technically, myconids aren't plants. They're fungi. Different genus, but never mind. Well, examine um, the pill. It's, like, better to know what that thing is than just our other option of have someone taste it and find out. I am totally prepared for any of you to swallow this (laughs) to see what happens. I... I am not going to do that until I have run tests. Anyone who missed the game from the E30 game from this past Saturday, you missed that exact instance, by the way. I gave a different pill to Millie's tabaxi character. Oh my gosh. They immediately ate it as soon as they realized it wasn't a disease carrier. <laughs> anyway, I would like to run some tests on this pill. This is going to be Please tough. Do. I'm going to make you roll an investigation check. Oh, good. Investigation, not nature. I am proficient in investigation. Oh, I no, I assure you, this thing nature. is not natural. Um, that's an 11. I want to, um, to, uh, use my inspiration. Okay. It's why I give it. And now I can yes. give it again. That's, um, a 14. I would like to use a use of my flash of genius to turn that into an 18 that was a six on the die by the way 
<laughs> Six on the die, you end up with an 18. I am here for this content with level 10 characters. Okay, so with an 18, uh, it takes you a while. Zenosha gets bored during the process. What Zenosha does is up to Zenosha, but this doesn't involve mushrooms, so I imagine it does get pretty boring pretty fast. I have to but, make sure the moss is nice and hydrated. But during Chroma's investigations and testing small samples that are broken off, you find that it is not natural. It is not plant-based. It is, it is not animal, vegetable, or mineral. Fun fact. Uh, but huh. it is a thing. It is calming. Everything about it is calming. The color is meant to be soothing. The fragrance is meant to be soothing. And you, your best guess upon examining this is that if somebody swallowed this, they would become an epicenter of calm, where not only would they become totally zen, people around them for like 60 feet away, perhaps, would also be really chill. I have found the mother of all anxiety, Matt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the more I learn about it, the more I'm concerned that it showed up in my garden out of nowhere. I'm going to ask Zaxus if he's you. seen anyone mess with my garden. Mm-hmm. She... They. 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 Zaxus. Sorry. They. Yeah, that's okay. It is a recent development, so Zax. we are adjusting. Hmm? Have you seen anyone go into my garden? I haven't been near your garden in a while. I've been busy picking up kobolds. It's true, they have. So, quick question, because I'm going to add this item to a character sheet. Who's going to keep the pill? Well, I currently have it, but maybe I should uh, go find um, my uh, brother and give it to him. Because, um, you know, Anxiety. the whole... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that's actually not a bad idea. Though, maybe I should keep it and see if I can figure out how to replicate it. Because it would be kind of rude to just give him one, and then he'd be out of anxiety meds. And Oh, wow. Yeah, that could be bad. It, and you don't know how long it takes to renew someone's prescription on the moon. Yeah. What even is your zip code to get them ordered by mail? Um, zero, 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 zero? No, that's the center of the earth. Oh, <laughs> um, nine, 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 nine? That is the broken spire on the other side of the planet. Oh. It's a bunch of non-Euclidean numbers. <laughs> uh, I have added it to your character sheet for the time oh. being. So if you refresh your character sheet, you will see additional information about it. And we can trade that between whoever in the future as we want to do. So, Ellie, what has Neri been up to? Um, in the absence of anything else to do, Neri will probably have gone to find one of the stolen forests on the moon so she can walk around it and make sure that everything's growing properly. Okay. Uh, when you walk around, give me give me a survival check. Dirty 20. Okay. So you encounter absolutely nothing hostile. Uh, there seems to be a smattering of small wildlife about. For the most part, birds. There's a few insects. There seem to be no land-based animals in the area other than you when you walk around. You occasionally find signs of other creatures, but they are all old enough that only kobolds have walked this way for weeks. Okay. It 
feels incredibly empty. Although, to be fair, you're on the moon. Yes. I, I imagine it feels somewhat less empty than the moon nor- normally would. Well, yeah, the trees do add a bit of atmosphere, literally. <laughs> Is it, it's not just enough to do a thing. You have to see what I did there. And then I have to point out that everyone has seen what I did there. And they saw that I said that they saw what I did there. And I know it's not funny. It's funny because it's kind of like the opposite of Chroma's really hyper expressions at the beginning of this. It's like... I enjoy contrast. Yeah. But not contrast die. That, that's a different thing. Contrast Kelly was allergic. die? Oh, yeah. Used in medical tests. Yep. Apparently, if you're allergic and you have a test that requires it, they'll still give it to you. But you have to start taking insane doses of Benadryl the day before. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, back to Chroma. Is uh-huh. there any anything else you do after you create your lungs? Um, Things I never a, thought I'd out say. Out of context. <laughs> Oh, I have. Well, (laughs) Eo was gracious enough to type that wonderful spiel in chat, so I have already posted that on social media as an out of context quote. I was able to copy. I um, I have been working on something for Jr. Ooh. I um, because um, I'm a level ten artificer now, and that means I can make magical items of common or uncommon rarity. And um, at half the cost and in a quarter of the time. And um, so JR needs um, JR needs some magic equipment if if they're going to be um, well. Not avoiding conflict like you tell them to? Yeah, I mean, they're kind of level three and they're kind of trying to be the tank for a level 10 party. And that's kind of not working great. But also I can't make magic armor in a quarter of the time because it's a rare rarity so um but i can make something that would let them uh, wear non-magical plate mail which they don't usually make meet the strength requirement for but um basically what i'm saying is that i've been working on some gauntlets of ogre power <laughs> nice <laughs> okay did you spend any time looking at the stone defender oh yes but, you know, right, yes. Because you can only spend, um, like, eight hours a day usefully crafting magic items. And it's something to tinker with. And um... and it's a thing to tinker with. It. And it would make JR happy if I could get it back online. Definitely. And we've discussed this outside of the recording, I think. Uh, basically, Chroma has figured out that they can totally repair this. She can totally repair the Stone Defender. But it's going to take a considerable amount of time. This is yeah. this is more involved than making a blue quality magical item. There was some level of intelligence in this thing. But there's also some level of intelligence in both of Chroma's turrets. This is not untrodden ground. <laughs> Even if the personality types of the turrets seems to be a bit swapped. And it hasn't I'm been used swapped to that now. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it, it would be weird if I uh, re-put them in the ones that they were technically originally supposed to go in. You meant to do that, is what you're saying. I mean, I didn't mean to do that, but it would be weird if I undid it. Well, in your tinkering with the Stone Defender, you find a part. Ooh. And oh, no, it's not from JR, is it? 
No, it's not from JR. Oh, good. JR currently has all of JR's parts, and by the way, I'm going to argue that the one gear in JR's shoulder has been repaired by now. Oh, that, excellent! That wasn't a very long job, you just didn't have the gear. But there's enough cobalt artificers and blacksmiths on the moon that you found someone who could make it for you. Uh, you encounter what looks kind of like a metal egg. It is not an alloy you've seen before. And the way it was hooked up inside the stone defender, your best guess is it's a power source. Oh, I have got to analyze this. And so you did. It's been several days, so I'm not requiring a Uh roll for this. Okay. Um, You're not entirely 100% sure how it was made. Like, you can't duplicate this at this point. But you're fairly certain that the metal alloy that this thing is constructed out of, or at least the shell, the, the, it might be different components inside. You haven't been able to crack the egg. And I appreciate that I get to say that. But it absorbs magic. Oh, like wow. you, If you, you're not going to like drain a magical item by setting it next to something. But That's good because um, if I was going to, then having it near me would be very inconvenient. But it is possible that casting spells near it would charge it. it. It might even be possible to charge it with a bout of lightning. Not that you know anyone who can create lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's... A, I, I probably should have brought this up earlier before you all level up your characters. I don't think any of you has any kind of item that generates lightning. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a bit of a problem. So uh, we'll t- table that on the we'll f- work on this later thing. Um, but with that said, after you have made this realization, like you've just made this realization, when you get a sending asking you to report to Sniv's office, each of you gets the sending. Is the sending from Sniv? No. The sendings that each of you get are from one of Sniv's assistants. Ah, okay. That's a lot of spell slots. (laughs) Sniv can't be bothered to blow all of them. Okay, fine. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to systematically pick up each of the assistants to make sure they're still kobolds and not one of those things we fought. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. I I don't want to fight five of them, you know? You better have inspiration. (laughs) I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. While you're going around picking up all the assistants, there is another kobold there that is wearing a mask. You have not seen this kobold before. Oh, hello. You're new. Or, I mean, I guess you might not be new and you might just not usually wear the mask, but cool mask. Why, thank you. Uh, The mask, by the way, it's half black and half white. One half has a frown, one half has a smile. Are you from the theater department? Are you a bard, too? I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna go, I'm not a bard. Not I'm a cleric. Cleric. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. Sorry, That's I cool. thought the mask looked um bardish. So I thought I should ask. And I'm gonna go pick up this one and put him back down. It's okay, you, you're good. You Never are mind. able, in fact, to pick them up. Of? Okay, good. That one's safe. I haven't picked up snacks yet. I'm gonna go over and pick up snacks. Okay, good. You're a cobalt. We're set. Cool. Put him back down. Ah, hi, Matt. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hug you that hard. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't even raging when they hugged. That last week there was a rage when there was a yep, hug. There was. That was a bit different. But 
uh, Matt, as you are coming and getting settled, this is apparently Snacks' new litmus test for are you in fact a nope in disguise? <laughs> because the last nope that was encountered could not be picked up. Right. So, so if I could pick you up, then you're a kobold. So, you know. That is apparently how it works. Okay. <laughs> it's at least how Zax thinks it should work. Yes. Uh, so the kobold with the mask looks over at uh, Sniv and says, Well, this is exactly what you said would happen. You are very good at predicting things. Yes, I know. But but to answer your question, I am a cleric of Memnor. I would like to roll a religion check. Go right ahead. What is with the dice right now? <laughs> that's that's another 11. That's your second 11 of the evening. Well, you've never heard of Memnor before. Stax will try to roll religion. It doesn't ring any bells with the I am going to operate under the assumption that a cleric of Memnor is... A new and exciting and interesting uh, person to have around and smile broadly. Well, it will depend on the situation. So, Snacks, with your 25, here's the deal. You have not spent a significant amount of your life around the chaos that is kobold kind. No, I have not. You spent your time with Ari, who thinks and knows things. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> so that is how I'm adding the flavor of that okay. 25. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that's the source of your knowledge, the fact that it was in a book somewhere. Memnor is a deity of giants. Oh, oh, him. Now, the player just, player just remembered who that was. <laughs> now, many giants are kind of not incredibly religious it's kind of important for them to uh, establish their which rung they are on in in the pecking order i'm mixing metaphors here but i don't care <laughs> but uh, i understand it, yes in in their ordering and that is more important than providing lip service to one deity or another but memnor is one of the pantheon deities. And I'm saying this also for the recording and for those who have no idea who Memnor is, even though one player in particular does remember. <laughs> and Memnor in particular, and you're getting this information because you rolled a frickin' 25. Doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> well, it happens more when you have level 10 adventurers. You do. Yes. I mean, there were rolls of 30-something a few weeks ago. Is known for being a bit more of a, a trickster deity. Okay. And this kobold worships that trickster deity. Yes. Memnor. Ah, okay. Yes. I think I I read about him once or twice. Oh, fascinating. Hopefully good things. Uh, I would say it's more of a abstract. No, that's not right. Um, uh, Dispassionate reading, more or less, I guess. Um, Ah, so... Yes, that interpretation exists as well. Kobolds, <laughs> uh, well, we kobolds also tend towards uh, tricky, how shall we say, solutions to problems. Which is why I'm picking up everyone to make sure they're a kobold. <laughs> I, um, that is a potential reading of that course of action. Yes, uh, may I introduce you, uh, 
a bit, perhaps a bit late for introductions, all things considered. Uh, Zach, you can stop picking up our guest. That's the third time. Just wanted to make sure, you know. Yes, you've you've done that. Let's move okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. This is Injun Svarte, the leader of, and I'm looking for my notes for what I called the clan, the Underfoot Clan. Ooh. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Chroma. The feeling is mutual. Yes, uh, Injun here is, well, he and his clan are recent guests. Let's put it that way. Not yet members of the Circle of Tales, but considering joining. All right, that's cool. And I thought it would be nice if you showed him around. Absolutely! Right, so if you could show him around, that'd be good. Sure, um... Are we talking about a walking tour, or does he want to go on a ride in the spaceship? You are experienced kobolds and have acted as ambassadors for the Council of Tales on more than one occasion. I leave it to your judgment. What sort of things do you want to see? Um, I mean, I know pretty well what random daily operations look like, but, um, but also, uh... I don't know exactly where your interests lie, except in, um, cleric things. I guess we could go, uh, ask if the library is, um, accepting a visitor again. The last, I last there time was, was kind of a problem. Yeah, it was, it was actually kind of funny, but Marwise was mad. Well, let's put it this way. This might be old news to you, but this is my first time on the moon. I'm happy oh, to see okay. anything of interest. Oh, cool. come on! I'll show you all around. Oh, wonderful! I could, I could, I could just see Chroma like taking him by the hand and you know, trying to pull him along. And yes, just this is exactly. And he gets happening. half drug off of his feet. Right, from the right. Enthusiasm. And she's just a nonstop stream of and this is this and this is that and it does this and it's you know. I and here's the door. Out. You get close to it and it goes, whoosh, and then you go away from it and it goes. Whoosh. We used to think there was someone in the wall, but it actually senses when you're approaching. It is a fascinating mechanism. I didn't know the technology for that could exist. <laughs> I mean, teleporters, oh, yeah, those are easy, really but this? Uh, so, on your way out the door, Neri, Sniff says, Oh, Neri, Neri, what, one second. I, I need to have a word with you about some paperwork about your most recent flight plan for the Red Star. Uh, we need to dot a few eyes. So if you could come over here real quick. Of course. Okay. Uh, so... On one hand, we see one Chroma and company escorting Injun Svart. It's I-N-G-E-N. Ingen. Like Ingenious or something. Yes. Not like Engine. Not like no. Engine. Or a very poorly pronounced possible slur. Uh, so <laughs> I'm regretting giving this person that first name at that point because it can be pronounced that way and I don't want it to be. Uh, it has a specific meaning, but never mind about that. Uh, and that person is trying very hard to not be exasperated by the enthusiasm that Chroma <laughs> is providing. Not that the enthusiasm is exasperating as a tour guide, but you're not really stopping to look at anything <laughs> so much as it is a whirlwind tour. Uh, Neri, you come over to the desk and Sniv lowers his voice a little bit and says, What do you know about cloud giants? What do I know about cloud giants? I'm sorry? What do I know about cloud giants? Uh, that would be... You give me a history check for that. Well, or survival. You can have either or. Because you're a ranger. Well, survival's a 23. 
you know that there's a wide variety of giants that exist. Cloud giants are one of the ones that rank a bit higher. They are a bit more intelligent. And they like to live in high locations like mountaintops and occasionally solid clouds. Hmm. They do not rank quite as high as storm giants. Storm giants are a bit more powerful. And cloud giants aren't really fans of that. Okay. I know that they're smarter than the average giant. And they have a rivalry with the storm giants. Yes. The giants tend to have rivalries with other giants. And occasionally they pick up servants. Mr. Svart is one of them, or used to be, for generations. Matter of fact, they didn't know anything about cobalt culture at all, until quite recently. I see. Hence the mask and the deity, and the ability, apparently, to pilot a flying cloud. Well, that's something I haven't seen before. Yes, none of us had, apparently. But Ingen Svart has one, and used it to get here with the rest of his clan. I would very much like it. I would prefer it if these underfoot kobolds joined the circle. I think it would be a boon for the Circle of Tales to have them, as small a clan as it is, amongst our number. Would you agree? In general, I think I do. Failing that, and it's totally understandable if they decline, other clans have, I would very much love it if there was some way to reverse-engineer how they managed to make a cloud solid enough to have a military-capable tower on top of it as it has. I think I can do some investigating. I trust you in this. You have a knack for keeping secrets and noticing things and not spilling everything that is meant to be a secret within five seconds of being told. <laughs> I knew I could count I on you. I'll see what I can dig up. Thank you very much. Now, I'm glad we got that flight plan squared away. Oh, no. Actually, you do need to sign this paper here. Okay. Give me a perception check. All right. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Yep, you sign the paper and hand it over. Hmm. That's the third eleven tonight, by the way. Yeah. That's weird. My passive perception is 19, but... But you're going up against a high-level bard. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not letting you use your passive perception against a high-level bard. Okay, so you are able to catch up to Chroma and the rest. Uh, Chroma, since you have become the de facto tour guide leader, where uh-huh. are you and the rest of the party when Neri um, catches up already in progress? I feel like I'm in uh, one of the public areas explaining uh, the neat technology uh in the moon base's um, construction. I am, in fact, not rambling about the moon being a space station. (laughs) I imagine in a previous edition of Dungeons & Dragons that would have required a will check. (laughs) (laughs) Chroma has learned a few lessons. And has managed to remember them, some of them, some of the time. Some of them, some of the time. But no, I really am doing my best to uh, try to sell them, them, him? It's a him. Okay, sell him on uh, how neat this whole place is. Very I sincerely. Have to say, I have to say, this is very remarkable. And the the levels keep going down, you say? Oh, yes. Um, It's actually, uh, it's cobalt construction. It's It was built by an ancient... Uh, 
an ancient cobalt empire, probably. But that's why it's sized for us, see? It's it's historically fascinating, and I'm not really the historian historian, but I know a bit about it, and I mean, not about the, the ancient cobalt empire, that's not really our clan, in our clan's history, but it's a fascinating insight into the past of our species. Do you have any books on the subject? Oh, I might. We should go ask Marwise. Yes, let's go see this Marwise person. Hopefully she's not mad anymore. Although she's not mad at me. <laughs> okay, yeah. smash cut to Marwise's library on the moon. I leave it to Marwise's player to decide if Marwise is still somewhat upset about a collection of books being made into a working miniature castle, complete with crenellations, internal staircases, and a working drawbridge. Marwise was mostly just angry at the gnome who did that, so... The portacollis was going to be installed in the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like multiple people have to step away. Can we right. take five before we transition to the library? That makes sense. We will okay. do that. I'm going to press some buttons. because I pressed the button five minutes ago. That's not true. I pressed the button right before I said I pressed it five minutes ago. Okay, so you have, through the magic of audio editing, appeared at the front door of Marwise's library. Okay. Yay! Greetings, youngling. This is your new friend. Hello, I am Injun Svart, leader of the Underfoot clan. Hello. Hello, Injun, and welcome to one of my libraries. One of them? Impressive. Yes, I have a much bigger one back on Circulus. Ingen looks at your library at the rows of books that just go off in the distance like a sixth grade student's practice at three-point perspective drawing. It's like the the <laughs> Matrix scene where we need guns, lots of guns, but instead of guns on shelves, it's books on shelves. A larger library, you say? Yes, well, this one's kind of new. Mm-hmm. Well... Marwise, uh, from one cleric to another, I am actually there. By the way, I'm assuming that Svart knows that Marwise is a cleric because this may have been mentioned four or five or more times on the way here. <laughs> Did you know she's a cleric? Oh, she is. W with repeated storytelling about various things and how they blend. <laughs> <laughs> Blended a house, you say? It was a mimic. Oh. Ella tried to eat my friends, so I blended it. I will remember to only handle the books with clean hands. I am particularly interested in books about the history of kobolds. I was, shall we say, not raised around kobold culture 
at all. Well, let me see what I have here for you. And I go off to try to pull up some books. Okay. Uh, while Marwise is doing that, um, first of all, because you seem to be getting along pretty well, uh, Mr. Savart has decided that you can call him Jen, G-E-N, short for Ingen, but that prevents the alternate pronunciation. Mm-hmm. And basically he tells you about how he he was raised among kobolds, but all the kobolds were slaves of cloud giants. And they've been slaves of cloud giants for so long, any remnant of their culture, even their religion, was kind of stripped away and replaced with cloud giant culture. And it wasn't until some new, and I'm using air quotes here, and so does Jen, recruits were brought in that an effort was made to uh, provide additional instruction to the kobolds that were there already. And uh, Mr. Svart led perhaps a bit of a rebellion. Just a tiny little one by tiny little kobolds versus giants. How'd you do that? In a very messy manner, unfortunately. Not sure what that means exactly, but uh, you're here, so you survived. Yes, I did, and several of us did as well. But uh, when you're dealing with a being that's large enough to wield a tree should they wish it, uh, there's only so much dodging and weaving that one can do. Okay, so um, they're not by any chance looking for you, are they? Oh, they very well might be. I did take and one of their clouds. you came here. Yeah, okay. Big old target floating over. Okay, well. Well, how much detail of the moon can you see from the planet? And also, um, I'm pretty sure we can handle it. It's, to be honest, one of the reasons why we are considering joining your Circle of Tales. Strength in numbers. We don't have the numbers. With us, you can. We can... We can protect each other. It's what we do. So I've been told. Sniv did give me the recruitment speech. Oh! Twice. That sounds like Sniv, yeah. Mm-hmm. After one of his aides also gave me the recruitment speech. Mm, Sniv can be very focused on things repeatedly. I've noticed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of annoying, honestly. Annoying, you say? Yeah. Is it the voice? I don't know exactly what it is, but it's something. It might just be the stress of the job. I mean, he's in charge of this place, right? Yeah, I mean, I get that, but um, still. Ugh. I have I never mean, seen that much paperwork of, in my life. Kind of. I mean, he's not in charge in charge. He's just one of the um, influential people on the Council of Tales. It's um, a thing. There's politics involved. Politics are complicated. <laughs> I can hear the capital letter when you say politics. <laughs> I didn't know that could be possible, but apparently I have learned something new. I'm good at pronouncing capital letters when I need to. That's a useful skill. It comes with the mad science. So, Jen is wearing a mask, so you can't see his facial expression. But you're pretty sure he just, his face went blank and he blinked at you when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> because... The, the mask is just facing you at this point. <laughs> what kind of science? Oh, I'm an artificer, so, um, you know, getting accused of being a mad scientist happens. Are you angry frequently? No, that's me. 
Chrome oh, is not. So, well, so actually, you're the I mad take scientist. it back. No, not at all. Uh-uh. I just beat things up when they need it. Um, no science in that, really. Tactics, but no, no science. But yeah, actually, Chrome has been pretty mad lately, too. Okay, maybe it's lost in translation a bit. My <laughs> first language is, in fact, giant. So what does an artificer do? Oh, um, I, uh... I walk the line between magic and technology. Uh, specifically, I use advanced technology to access the um, spell matrices of... Well, I mean, it's sort of like like how um, a wizard will will uh, get the spell written down in their spell book, and then they can sort of put the spell matrix in their head. And But with artificers, you sort of build it into the object, and um, I have a whole um, uh, uh, spiel about it in my notes somewhere, but I I uh, don't really have that right now. This is all very interesting information. Forgive me if it's going to take a little while for me to process it. No, don't worry, I get that a lot. And uh, you, uh, Zox, was it? No, Zax, you almost got it. Oh, forgive me. Uh, Zax, what do you mm-hmm. do? break things and beat things up i'm a barbarian okay that i know something about yeah that's what we do i mean i have not known many kobolds who fit the bill for barbarian but uh, oh, i can do... introduce you to a few you do look if like you, you lift yeah <laughs> exactly well i mean i lifted you earlier that wasn't too hard to be honest yes more than you once know, but... right well i gotta make sure you're a kobold see we were fighting uh-huh. a thing the other day that uh, look like a kobold and act like kobold, but I couldn't pick it up, so I knew it wasn't a kobold. And then mm. it was a big battle, and we don't want to do that again. So I'm just checking everybody, and making sure they're a kobold. What was it? Uh, what was it? Sal. It was, was a slad. That. Mm-hmm. A slad. Yep. A fiend from the abyss that looks kind of like the worst frog ever. Yep, two of them. Are they really fiends? I mean, oh. they're from the plane of chaos, not from. Well, it's not my main focus of study. I could be a little bit off, but they're kind of a kill-on-sight thing, even when giants see them. Yep. Yeah. We didn't end up killing them, though. We um, let them go away. Sent them home. Yeah. They were, one of them was honestly pretty broken by the time they got to escape. This conversation is actually giving me more questions than I had when I started it. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? Uh, I think so, yeah. We tend to have pretty interesting adventures. Apparently so. And Zenosha, was it? Yes. What do you do? Uh, you don't appear to be a, a barbarian or an artificer. Are you also a cleric? A druid, actually. I, oh. I did grow up with Marwise here, so... Well, I grew up with Marwise, not here. I, when, we grew, when I grew up with her, we were still on the planet. And the, um... It, forgive me if this is a faux pas to point it out, but the, uh, and Jen sort of pantomimes tapping the top of their nose. The, um, you've got a little, uh... He's not uh, hurting anything. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's just a mushroom. Oh, well, if it's not bothering you, then that that's fine, I guess. And you, young lady, what do you do? Oh, wait, I see the bow. You, you're a fighter, right? More or less. Ah. And who is this? And Jen leans forward, and... Your parasite does not have a chin, but imagine it does. And imagine it's getting chin scratches right now. Aww. And it's making happy little carbonation noises, maybe like last time. 
Mm-hmm. Apparently so. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I may have pre-rolled an animal handling check to see if it was possible. Okay, so that is everyone except uh, this very tall friend of yours. I am JR. I am a paladin. A paladin? Of what deity? Do you have time to talk about my personal savior, the god of sufficiently advanced technology? I was not familiar there was one. I am not sure there is one either. It could be made up. And you're a paladin of that god, you say? This is true. Hmm. I... Forgive me. How? I do not know. So, I've spent the majority of my life among flying clouds, raised to serve giants. I led a revolution and brought my followers to a moon. And I think that you all have had much more exciting adventures than me. I don't know how to feel about this at all. Well, you can come along with us on some adventures, maybe, and uh, see what that's like. I am half terrified to agree, to be honest. (laughs) I figured. You could liquefy another mind flare. That was fun. You did what now? I'm not sure fun is really the way I'd describe that part. Also, it was not me that liquefied the mind flare. It was, um... What was it? Also, I rolled it. I rolled a 10 on my history check. I don't know what a mind flare wow, is. Oh, that's, yeah, right. It was, it was that other mind player, right? It looks kind of like a person put a squid on their head. Right. Kind of like, but a tall person. Like a human put a squid on their head. I mean, I guess you've been around giants, so humans wouldn't really be tall person, tall person. Like a medium-sized person put a squid on their head. I... <laughs> can't imagine anything like that that isn't incredibly disturbing. Yeah, then you got it right. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't very nice. So, when you invite others to go with you on your adventures, do many of them agree? Not very often. I agreed. He's the exception. There are the exception, sorry. It has been very fun so far. I made friends. I got to pet a triceratops. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think that joining the Circle of Tales will give us more enemies than we had before. Hmm. Well, what'd you have before? Just the, how many giants? I don't um, know if the Circle of Tales has that many enemies so much as, um... We personally probably do. Well, we don't have that many living ones. No, many of them are undead. That's true. Are They're they? not that hard to deal with. Well, I mean, they're zombies, you know. Oh, I mean, I guess those. there were zombies. I don't think there are a lot of those anymore. There are considerably fewer. Also, most members of the Circle of Tales don't get into nearly as much fights as we do. We seem to have somehow positioned ourselves as the muscle. This is true. A significant number of them ended up getting killed anyway. Zax flexes again. And now we cannot bring them back. Well, yes. Usually when something dies, they pretty much have to stay dead. We have clerics that can cast Resurrect. Marwise is one of them. um, And Mom was doing resurrecting sometimes but she's off on um, vacation I guess I heard talk that many mountains would be laid to waste yeah that sounds like the kind of vacation my mom would take it was your grandfather's suggestion so forgive me if I'm mishearing but did you say you were able to bring back the dead Not it's an expensive process but I mean, yes uh I mean, theoretically, I could help, but only with people who um, had just died. I can only do revivify, but so you know, not really 
useful um, outside of uh, adventuring hazards, but Marwise can do the the big kind. Jen turns and looks over where Marwise probably has a significant number of books. <laughs> you can bring people back. Yes, it requires some expensive diamonds, but yeah, I've done it before. We liberated a flying cloud, a smaller one, mind you, just a single tower, not an entire city. But we liberated a giant cloud, a giant's giant cloud. Actually, a smaller You get the idea. <laughs> we have some treasure. Do you need the body to bring them back? I can use smaller diamonds if I do, but uh, no, doesn't that they don't have to. Not even true. I need to look that up. It's been a while since I've read it, but I remember True Resurrection saying something about materializing body if there isn't one. Oh, yep, yep, it does. We have some. We're missing more. Oh, well, let me take a look. I'll do what I can. May I, uh, this is a library. Could I, do I need a card to check out the books, or? Normally, yes, but in this case, I think I'll just remember you. Thank you. It, forgive me. This is very important information. Would you be willing to to come with me right now? Sure. Okay. Smash cut two. You Do are. I need a card to check out the librarian. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's not looking for someone right now. Okay? <laughs> he just got over a traumatic experience. He's actually not quite over it yet, and he feels very closed down right now. But he has to work time. on himself. Yes. It's not it's not you, it's him. <laughs> okay, so Smash Cut 2, you are on a flying cloud, which is better than a crashed cloud for many reasons. That would be fog. Hmm. The cloud does in fact have a rather large tower sitting in the center of it. There is some somewhat leveled ground around it, but for the most part, the cloud seems to have been solidified for the sole purpose of keeping this tower upright and up as well as upright. Mm. And there are several kobolds who uh, see you coming and they bow hastily when they see Jen approaching and open the doors for you. They're all different colors, by the way. It is a smattering. Most clans, the cobalts tend to be a single color unless they are like the chipped claw made from a wide variety of clans that have joined together. So there's a genetic mixing. Uh, Jen, as a cobalt, is uh, their scales are mostly purple. There's some blue scales in there as well as a speckle. But the other cobalts don't have that coloration and there doesn't seem to be a particular coloration type that is the the main prevalent thing. I wave. Some of them timidly wave back. Aww. We um, we can't dig down very far, but the morgue is down here. And you descend down a flight of stairs. The stairs appear to be made out of cloud stuff. It is significantly colder underneath the tower. This thing is very impressive. And I thought the red star was cool. How did they do this? How does it, how does it, how does it be? Well, do you want the long answer or the short answer? Yes. A wizard did it. <laughs> well, I'm one and I can't do this. Well, a cloud giant wizard did it. 
and then we stole Aww. it. Where is the cloud giant? The one we stole it from. Yes. Isn't he going to want it back? Or they? She? It? I don't know. Well, I'm not quite sure how long they can tread water. Or if they survive oh. the fall oh. into the ocean. Okay. Oh. Well, if they breathe air, then I imagine breathing water would be a bit problematic. However, their family is still, shall we say, at large. So. <clears throat> That's going to be a lot. <laughs> that might be an issue. Well, it depends. Do they know if he's... Do they know he had a trip into the water, or do they think he's still alive? Do you know of any wizards who are able to scry such things? Yes, I do. So do I. That doesn't answer the question. It does, if you think about it. I think he's saying, yes, the cloud giants have their own wizards, and they're probably going to show up eventually, and we're going to need to help defend this place. Oh, oh, that sounds unpleasant. Never fought a cloud giant before. It's not recommended to do so with melee attacks. Okay. However, I have found Tasha's hideous laughter to be of remarkable effectiveness. I brought fireball grenades. Please don't pull them out here. Of course I won't pull them out here. Fire safety. (laughs) Once we're done down here, I would love to see the helm. Yes, I would be very interested to see how this thing navigates. The what now? The pilot's controls. How do you make it move? Go up and down, side to side. That is a difficult question to answer, but it's not done from a particular location. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I very. thought so too. Well, let's see this morgue thing, and then we'll then we'll make our we'll make our way to wherever you however you make this thing move. Okay, so it was referred to as the morgue, but it has been pretty much set up to be more of a crypt. There is a significant number of kobolds. Some of them are very well intact. Some of them are not. Most of them are not. There's actually one of them that is a labeled bucket. Oh, man. That's going to be difficult. I guess. I mean, I don't know how to bring them back. All right. Well, they were like I said, I needed a giant-sized morning star. Yes. Well, like I said, I need diamonds to cast the spells, but I'm ready to get to work. Jen pulls out a pouch and places it on a nearby table. It does not jingle. I pull a diamond out of the pouch and I start casting resurrection. And okay. If they're not it giving is... me any specific instructions on who first, I'm going to leave the bucket for last, but otherwise just kind of go random. I thought you were going to res bucket boy first. <laughs> That's fine. Um, By the way, most of the gems inside the bag are not diamonds, but there are a significant number of diamonds. Not all of the gem, not all the diamonds in the bag look to be of good enough quality for casting resurrection. This is not a situation where Jem was like, I'm going to go meet a kobold cleric that can cast resurrection today. I'm going to be prepared for that. Well, then I'll take out the diamonds that do work and I'll just mention that I need diamonds specifically. I'm I'm specifically saying that, yes, you have done the thing you said you were going to do, but not everything in the bag was something that was useful. You find one that is. There's a bunch of them there that you see. Oh, well, this, is, this was, I guess, a grab bag. <laughs> pun intended, because pun is always intended. That should be on the bingo card. Okay. So you cast Resurrection, and in front of you is a now whole, unsmashed kobold. Look out! Look out! Oh! Hi, how are you feeling? 
Um, you're probably going to feel bad. I hear being resurrected always makes you feel bad. Well, I have a slight headache, and my left pinky toe is a tad bit itchy. That doesn't sound too bad. And I think there's a booger in my left nostril. Okay, I didn't need that info, even as a barbarian, but uh, that's all right. Oh, Oh. never mind. All good. Well, you solved it. Okay. But Probably what barbarians would do. Are you a barbarian? I am not. Okay. Uh, I've seen lots of people get resurrected. Some of them have a much worse some um, resurrection sickness. Some of them almost threw up on me when I was littler and didn't know not to get underfoot. I mean, uh, the, not not the kind of underfoot that that's your clan name, but the kind that some um, two words and involves um, me inconveniently placing myself um, way too near the about to be resurrected person. So. Uh... The last thing I remember was I was running towards a cloud that had a tower on it, and we were going to try to hold it against the giants, and and um, then I was flying. Yes, you were kicked. Oh, I didn't make it, did I? You, you did make it to the tower, if I can give you a silver lining, but no. Oh, dear. Marwa is here brought you back and look over at Marwise. I wave and smile. Give me a constitution save. For Marwise? For Marwise. I got a ten. You are tackled with a hug. Yep, you're you keep very your welcome. feet, but just barely. I'll hug him back and otherwise just wait for him to calm down. Are you bringing them all back? You need more diamonds and it might take a couple of days, but that was my plan. Thank you. You're welcome. I... I don't have the words to thank you enough. If you can bring them all back, you'll have another clan in your circle. All right, well, like I said, might take a few days, but I'm willing. I'll, um, I'll see if someone can get get ascending to my mom. She might, she'd, she'd probably help. I hope she'd help. I'm not sure exactly now? what happened, except that there was a lot of yelling before she left. What was she I'm told angry there was about? yelling politics. She was told to not resurrect any more kobolds. But she'd probably do it anyway. Um, possibly because. Is this something that I should stay quiet about? Oh, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does Mr. Stonetail or the rest of the, the leadership, whoever they are, not want kobolds to be brought back if you can bring them back? I think uh, well, I'm not should... too involved, but I think it was a resource management thing. They decided they wanted to put more effort into trying to fix the moon and make it defendable. And, and also so... too many were getting killed. And they were sending them back out and they weren't prepared. And then they'd be dead again. So I think it's some of those factors that uh, made that decision. But still, I mean, wouldn't it be better to have a bigger force? You know? Like both with like the, you know, ships and things and also people. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like if you've got the the resources, but I don't know I don't know how many resources we had for resurrection. I don't do that. But um, when we get your kobolds all ready and they're, you know, alive and, like, healthier, um, we can train them. There's a barbarian dojo up here, and they can learn to fight better. It wasn't like a permanent moratorium on more resurrections. I got the impression it was like, um, I mean, there's a list usually, and we were supposed to be waiting. 
And we just jumped ahead of the list. Sometimes diplomacy requires measures. And uh, if if, if uh, Chroma's mom arrives, nobody's going to stop her from doing what she wants. Oh, that reminds me. I'm sure if you contacted Daldane, she'd be willing to help. You know Daldane? Yes, she helped me with some of my training. Fascinating. There was... I've not met Daldane myself, mind you, but there was talk among the cloud giants about acquiring her. For the most part, it was assumed it would be too risky. I think I would have to agree with that assumption. Yeah, Daldane and the rest of us can pack quite the punch if you try to throw it in one of us. I imagine. You've barely told me about your adventures, and already I'm thinking that what we went through, though very, very costly, wasn't nearly as tough as what you've done. Chroma, do you use sending to contact your mom? I, um, technically don't have sending. That's why I'd need to get it someone who can cast it. It's not an artificer spell. Okay. Well, then here's what we're going to do, because... I should been... really get some sending stones. We are getting to the point where it is just about time to end it, so I'm going to have us leap forward just a little bit to the point where Chroma has found someone to cast sending to Zeely and say, Hey, you want to make Sniv angry? Or something similar. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about it. Chroma knows her mother. And the person who cast the spell... They get a very confused expression on their face. It, uh, it didn't go through. What? It, I didn't even get a, hello, you've reached Zeely. Your call is very important to us. Please leave a message after the beep message. It, it was just, couldn't I'm go through. I'm going to make an arcana check. That's a 19. Oh, um, the sphere thingy, the lock. The what now? Never mind. I, um, I have to go do something. Okay. Uh, it's been fun. Thanks for not showing me any of your inventions. I'll show you the other ones later. Also, I didn't invent this one. Um, that's the... I I just need to go fix it. Chroma is totally oblivious to them (laughs) flinching when they're told that they'll be showing other inventions. (laughs) Um, yeah, Chroma, um, did not take that as sincerity. Chroma took that as passive-aggressive disappointment at not having them. (laughs) <laughs> Chroma has acquired a reputation and it may or may not be from the reverence that one hears in her voice when she says the word grenade <laughs> because that is a mood let me tell you <laughs> I cannot hear the word grenade without thinking of Jane Cobb <laughs> alright so that is where we are going to end up this evening because we've been playing for almost two hours. This is not 100% where I thought we'd go. We covered some ground that I knew we'd cover. We covered some ground that I didn't expect to happen this soon. And there are so many wondrous things for you to encounter soon-ish. <laughs> Maybe next week. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. I've been Crash, and I've been joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Archbeth and LFA hanging out in chat. Craig, always listening because that's what Craig does. Ellie, Eo, Jen, Matt, and Cindy are here. And let's do a few quick plugs. Ellie runs a social network, elek.xyz, E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. Many of us have social media accounts. Those of us who care to share them, you can find those 
on the cast page. It's linked in the show notes. Eo's and mom on writes Soviet books. Elec, on Soviet Elec, Nazis block you. I know, right? <laughs> Saves time. Yeah, today Elec got blocked by a bunch of Nazis, and we're okay with this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing the work so we don't have to. EO's mom writes books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. I stopped myself before I said bookofgen.net, which is where you can find Jen's blog and podcast. It's I, I'm glad I figured it out. It's because the word book is at the beginning of the URL. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about where you can get books from. And it didn't screw me up before. It didn't screw me up for years. I don't know why it's bothering me now. I don't know. Matt's brother-in-law also writes books. You can get those at nogodsbeforeus.com. And Cindy remains awesome. We also have a... Sorry? I was just saying thank you. Well, it's true. So, is that. And we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gaming. You can help us keep the virtual lights on and join other illustrious patrons, including Chris... Ellie, Eric, Janatilok, I might be pronouncing that wrong, Mickey, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, so uh, I'm not sure what to do with the bucket afterwards. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, Moon.